Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight is opening night of season nine. So exciting. We are starting with step one, awareness, and it is introduction night, which means anything goes. I am Kelly Fox, and I am excited to be here with uh, you tonight and sharing this information once again, um, but in a different way. So let me welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I am doing great. It's really exciting to think that we've been doing this for eight years, and here we are ready to start over again and look at the first step on our pathway to freedom. Yep, yep. Super exciting. And I'm excited for what this year will bring because each year brings something else, and then we get to approach the new year as different people and with different different guest coaches and tonight we have someone on the show that we haven't had before so super excited to bring to the show Nicole Graham how are you doing tonight I am doing great tonight thank you for having me thank you for being here especially staying up so late Hmm. (laughs) yeah it is a little later than I would like to be over here in Wisconsin but I decided it was definitely worth it to have this conversation because I I mean, any opportunity I have to be able to spread awareness for everybody is uh, definitely something that I will cash in on any chance I get. <laughs> awesome. Lucky Thank you us. so much. Yeah. So, um, Nicole, can you please share with us what is it that you get to do and who is it that you get to serve? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, So I am a holistic health and anxiety coach, and I am also a functional medicine pharmacist. So I kind of bring together several different modalities to help people make sense of what's going on in their heads and in their bodies and start really making their life what they want it to be. Because if I can help it, I don't want to let anybody else get caught in their own resistance and spiraling thoughts and irrational fears and like, Let's just leave that all behind and move forward into the life that we want. Awesome. Love that. And who do you who do you love working with? I honestly I love working with people who just can't get out of their own heads because <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I was kind of an anxious mess for a long, long time and I I was really excited to be able to talk about awareness because it really is the first step in like changing that site, breaking that cycle that you have of, you know, being stuck in your own head, worrying about everything, like just not being able to move forward and find confidence in yourself. Like it really has to start like, I, I guess, I guess I'm getting a little ahead of myself here, but I really like working with people who really just want to make sense of what's going on in their own heads and move forward with their lives. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yes, we agree. Step one is awareness. So we're on we're on your side there. 
Um, <laughs> so what does, what does awareness mean to you? Uh, for me, awareness is, I mean, ultimately it's being conscious of something or someone or some, what's going on around you, right? Um, but in my experience and in the context that I hope to bring it tonight, um, it's really more awareness of what's going on within yourself. So, so many times we end up distracting ourselves with food or TV or, you know, staying busy or whatever your vice of choice is. But most of the time, like, it just feels like these distractions are happening to us when really if we bring awareness to the situation, if we get conscious of what's going on within we can make a choice to stop distracting ourselves from what we're feeling and really move forward into achieving our goals, taking care of ourselves, all, all that good stuff that comes with it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I can definitely find myself getting, feeling stuck in front of the TV and um, just going, Oh, just one more episode. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I love that. And I I hope we get to hear more about that. So, Carrie, um, what is your definition of awareness? Yeah, I I think, uh, you know, being conscious is certainly a good way to define awareness. I think it's important that um, for me, I think awareness occurs in the present moment. Uh, it occurs when I am in touch with uh, with myself, when I am aware of my, because I agree with you wholeheartedly that awareness begins with awareness of our own processing, of our own thoughts, of our own words and our own actions. Everything we do in fearless living begins with, with ourselves. You know, what, what uh, in order to be aware and know what we want so that we can move forward and be aware of tools and strategies that can assist us and facing those distractions or fears or whatever you want to call them so that we can get on the journey to doing what, uh, making the choices that guide us and lead us to what we want in our life. And I think a lot of people, they're not aware, even aware of what they want. And I, I think that that is also part of looking inside. Uh, and, and if you get stuck in your head, uh, and some people get stuck in their heart, right, and in their feelings, is somehow getting getting unstuck of those predetermined um, ideas that we have about about ourselves that can really keep us stuck there and those those limiting beliefs about ourselves. And so for me, it was that awareness that I had a choice. I totally had a choice, and I could make those choices uh, in the present moment, aware of the opportunities that I had. Even in moments of chaos or moments of, um, you know, grief or what, whatever we find ourselves in, I still, through awareness, could make choices that were proactive and that would help me to continue on my journey and to take what I could learn from those experiences and those challenges or opportunities that we have that could help me to be in the present moment making choices that carried me forward towards my goals and my dreams, towards my purpose and my passion. So for me, awareness has has truly helped me to restructure my life around uh, what I want because I'm now clear about what I want. 
And it's only taken me 70 plus years to get there. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, whatever time you get there, it's the right time. It's never too late. That's right. Um, So I love that you talked about how you used it. And I'd love to hear, Nicole, how do you, how have you used awareness um, for your, for your own journey, but also with your, with your clients? Um, so for my own journey, I'll start there. Um, I used awareness to really get tuned into what was happening in my own body because I don't think you can move forward through to, towards any significant goals or making like lasting changes in your life. You can't do that without having awareness first. So really what I started with was figuring out what I was feeling and like it seems so obvious, but like for me at the time, it very much was not because I was just kind of going through distracting myself from my own emotions. And I brought awareness into what was going on in my own head and what I was feeling and giving myself permission to feel all of these things and making that be okay (laughs) to move forward Mm -hmm. and have these human experiences, right? Like we're taught so often Mm -hmm. that we're not supposed to feel negative emotions and all this stuff, but like being aware that that's what I was feeling and making that okay is really where I started to find my power and find my confidence and find like emotional maturity at a level that I have not ever been exposed to before that point. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. Yeah. Powerful. And I kind of, help to do the same things with my clients now too and really help them sort out like all right well what is it that you're feeling let's bring some awareness to what's going on in your body and let's see what we can do about that and move forward Mm -hmm. yeah I love that yeah awareness for me is uh, an awakening um, a realization um, of what um, what I'm doing, why I've been doing it, um, what I'm thinking, why I'm thinking it, um, you know, how do I feel when this happens or that happens, how do I feel around someone or, you know, different things like that. So an awakening or um, a realization of something that I um, haven't been choosing to be um, awake to, um, kind of like the, the saying of, um, taking the blinders off. Um, you know, I can have a tendency of getting really, I can get really super focused. It's uh, part of my ADHD, um, where, um, I can get super focused on something and nothing else exists. And, um, and then, I kind of I kind of forget everything that's going on around me and so it's like kind of stepping back and taking that big picture view and saying okay what's going on here and I feel like like Terry said about present moment I feel like something that really can bring you into the present moment and really increase your awareness is tapping into your senses um, what do you hear what do you see what do you feel what do you taste what do you um, Smell. Did I say a mouth? Smell. Thank you. Um, what do you smell? Um, so, um, you know, bringing yourself really 
um, into your body and present and um, becoming aware of, of what's going on with you. Um, Nicole, I know that we, we asked you to um, bring us a uh, tool tonight for our listeners. So I want to turn the time over to you um, for, uh, for that. Yeah, awesome. Um, so the tool that I have brought tonight is basically helping to gain awareness of emotions. Um, and I'm hoping that there will be a link that they can use to download this. But it's basically there's an emotions wheel and a sensations um, chart, I guess. But talking you through how to use that, when I help my clients bring awareness to what's going on within them, I really want to help them sit down, get comfortable with, you know, themselves a little bit. So really just getting calm, getting quiet, going within, feeling, and putting a name towards what it is they're feeling. And the emotions wheel that I have here. I usually start out in the middle and there's, you know, happy, sad, angry, fearful. You've probably seen something like this before, but it, it expands from there and you just kind of go out and a lot of times people are scared to put a name to what they're feeling, but really what I have discovered with myself and what my clients have discovered along the way is that the more specific you can get with what's going on in your own body, the easier it is to deal with. Because you can't just go in, you know, it's kind of like going into a, a completely dark space, just, you know, stabbing in the dark to find that what you're, what you're trying to help with without having awareness. So awareness is really like turning on the light to see what's there. And mm-hmm. if you're feeling, you can start feeling like angry, but really what you're feeling is, you know, indignant. Like it gets more specific and you can have it, it almost takes the power away from it because it's not this like nebulous blob floating around in the dark. It's like a specific thing that you can take out, you can look at it, you can inspect it, you can decide whether you want to keep it. And then you either put it back or you take it with you. Right. And that's, that's true of positive or negative emotions. And, you know, whether that's, you know, feeling valued or feeling excluded or feeling, you know, sleepy, whatever, (laughs) whatever it is, there's so many different things, but we are also complex beings. And sometimes, you know, just deciding what emotion is at the forefront of what you're, what you're feeling in that moment can help bring some clarity to it. Um, So, for example, if you're feeling, you know, let down in some way, Maybe you're feeling resentful about something. And when you really kind of feel, it, it, it's sort of like a a knowing almost. When you kind of look at, you know, the words on the chart or just kind of searching within your own self to find what it is. When you can acknowledge that, okay, this is an emotion that I'm feeling. Now, where is that coming from? What thoughts am I having? Like where, how can we make, it, if, if it's not an emotion that you want to be feeling, Like, how can you bring awareness to it and what has to change within you in order to take control of it? Um, Uh The second, sorry. No, go ahead. Um, 
the second part of um, what I brought is a sensations chart. And this really gets into the physical sensations of what emotions feel like. And I think a lot of us come, are, are raised in an environment that does not allow us to trust our own emotions. And that's another, another aspect of, you know, naming it and giving yourself permission to feel that emotion. Um, but sensations, if you, if you can't put a name to it, sensations are where I start. Um, a lot of times you're like, oh, I'm happy or I'm sad or whatever it is. But, like, what does that actually feel like in your body? So when you are trying to understand what's happening in your body, what's happening in your brain, sometimes all you have is, oh, I have this really fluttery feeling in my stomach. And then you can kind of start putting names towards that. And then you know, okay, when I have this fluttery feeling in my stomach, it's excitement that I'm feeling. And then you can really, like, start to look at the symptoms that you're having of these emotions that you're feeling. So it's bringing awareness to where in your body do you feel what's going on? Did it start here? Did it grow? Is it shrinking? Is it heavy? Is it light? Is it, you know, like... So if you, if you think into your body when you're feeling angry, for example, for me, there's a lot of heat in my body. It's usually more on the surface, um, but there's sometimes like a fiery, you know, angsty feeling in my chest or my face is flushed or, you know, those sorts of things. But when, when I'm feeling, you know, disappointed, that's a completely different sensation and tactile thing that I've got going on in my body. So it's a much heavier, it's, the disappointment is, is more cold, it's dark, it's heavy, it's, you know, sitting like a rock in my stomach or like pressure in my chest. So then like by bringing awareness to what's physically happening in my body, it can give me clues to what I'm feeling and those clues to what I'm feeling lead me to under, have a greater understanding of what's going on in my head in order to really um, take control of what's going on and guide the emotions that I'm feeling and guide my myself to make different decisions that get me closer to my goals. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we would definitely love for you to post that in the Facebook group with the links uh, and um, when you post your your um, contact information too, um, post mm-hmm. it all there so that the listeners can have easy access to it. Yep. Yeah, that's um, that's really cool. Yeah, Terry has a will probably similar to the one you're talking about. So, what were your thoughts that came up? Um, when she was talking about all this, Terry. Yeah, I think we're really talking about helping people to to get clear. And I think feelings are one of those things that we're taught uh, that they have a value, you know, that they're right or they're wrong. And feelings mm-hmm. are just feelings. But they are. They're just feelings. And we can get stuck with them. We can stuff them down. We can ignore them. We, You know, there's so many things we can do, and yet, by naming them, identifying them, and then feeling them and let let them go through you and recognize they're not bad, they're not good. I mean, I think I was always taught that if you were angry, then you were a bad person. You know, if you felt mad, you were bad. 
and and yet anger is just a feeling you know and if you understand it and you can name it and with that chart like you said you can get very specific starts with mad and then it goes into to a, three different layers i believe of uh, mm-hmm. vocabulary that identify other words that indicate the different nuances of anger and i think it's really helpful for people to be able to to do that to name it and then to feel it and then let it go and i before i learned all of these wonderful strategies and learned to love myself i was angry all the time and uh and i felt like i was a bad person because i i couldn't seem to control my anger and so once i learned that uh you know i became aware of the fact that anger is just a feeling it's not good or bad we all get angry and uh, once we learn other proactive behaviors to to not let that be a self-destructive behavior, but just to be a feeling, then we can uh, we can get I can quickly the intensity and the length of it is very short. In fact, I I think the last I think I was actually angry the other day, which was like one of the first times I've been angry to where I was aware that I was actually angry in quite a while. So. It's that level of awareness of what you're feeling and then giving yourself permission to feel it, like you said. Feel it. It's just a feeling. And then go, you know, let it go through you and then act on your intentions and your, you know, what you want, the the clarity of what your goals are and how you want to take up space and how you want to move forward. And angry was certainly not one of the things that I wanted to be, to be. My state of being, I want to be love, you know, not to be anger. But I'm still going to have that feeling occasionally, so I can give myself permission to be angry. I can, you know, let it go and uh, not hang on to it like I like I did in my what I call my my former life. And I think it's really important that we we can name what those are, as you've said several times, and to have a, an extensive vocabulary so that we can pinpoint that particular aspect of anger that's what we're feeling and then just say okay i have permission to feel that way and let it you know let it go through you i think they say it takes less than a minute if you just allow a feeling to go through you and then just you know again be be uh, intent on living your you know your intention whatever that might be and move forward Yeah, I love that. I think what you kind of walked through is what we call the four A's, and that's um, acknowledge your feeling and, um, you know, just acknowledge that it's there. Then allow, allow yourself to feel it and allow yourself to just feel the feeling, not attach a story to it, not um, attach some kind of judgment to it, but just allow yourself to feel it. And then ask yourself, what are you committed to? What are those things that you're committed to? What are, what are you committed to in re- relationships or situations that, um, that, are, that are in front of you? And then act on your commitment. So we don't want to act on our feelings. We want to act on what we're committed to. So we're going to acknowledge and allow those feelings to go through us. And then we're going to ask ourselves, what are we committed to? And then act on those commitments. So that's a fearless living tool called the four A's, which Terry pretty much walked us through. But 
I added the words to them. And um, and I think that that's a really, a really great tool that you can use um, along with the tool, Nicole, that you shared of, you know, acknowledge what, which feeling is it on that wheel and allow yourself to feel it, you know, whatever those sensations are. And then ask yourself what you're committed to and then act on that commitment. So I think that um, these tools work well together. Yeah, absolutely. And I did want to add just one small thing um, that sometimes bringing awareness to the emotion that you're feeling and like acknowledging it, like that first step of the four A's is all it takes to be able to let it go. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I agree. Well, ladies, guess what? We are almost out of time. And um, I talked about, excuse me, I talked about this earlier, but we want to definitely give Nicole time to share her uh, contact information as well as, Nicole, if you have anything coming up that um, our listeners could participate in, um, we'd love to hear about that as well. Um, yeah, so my website is NicoleGrams.com. Um, it's just my name, N-I-C-O-L-E-G-R-A-M-S.com. Um, and you can also find me most active on TikTok, although my social media presence has been kind of dialed down as I study for a certification exam. Um, but I do have free twice-monthly coaching sessions where I will kind of present a topic and uh, allow Q- open Q&A and some live coaching after. Um, you can find that, a link to that on my website. Um, and I will definitely post my contact info and the download um, for everybody to find. Yes, absolutely. And please, um, you can, you know, speak about that um, monthly coaching master, whatever you just, I, I can't remember the word you used, but that monthly yep. coaching uh, call that you mentioned, um, make sure that you speak to that in the group as well. Um, and, and you know, whatever links they need to get there and sign up for that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, last chance, what is the most important thing that you would want our listeners to walk away from tonight, Nicole? Um, Tonight, if you walk away with only one thing, um, hmm, that's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. There's so much covered in such a short amount of time. Um, But I think, Bringing awareness is the first step to giving yourself permission to move forward in your life. Um, Again, Mm -hmm. if you don't know what you're working with, there's not much that, I mean, it's, you can have some limited success, but in order to keep moving forward and keep meeting and exceeding your goals, bringing awareness to what's going on inside you is the first step. Absolutely. Love that. Thank you. Terry. Yeah, I would say that it's, it's sometimes we we really hesitate to look in look inward. And I believe, you know, just I'm going to echo what Nicole just said. It's taking that responsibility to look inward, to be aware of your own thoughts, your own feelings, and your own processing. If that's where it starts, it starts with you. 
and I just think that that's what I want to to uh, leave our listeners with as well. Yeah, um, my same thoughts. I think that sometimes it can be really easy to be aware of what's going on around us and other people's behavior that's inappropriate or out of alignment with ours, but to really take the time to look inside and say, well, what is motivating our behavior? What is um, what is causing us to behave the way we are? What is what are the filters that we're filtering on judgments through, either on ourselves or others? You know, to really go inside and 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 look at all of that is really powerful and the first step to change. So we wanna we wanna thank you, Nicole, for being here with us. We wanna remind our listeners that the twelve steps to freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And you can find out more about Fearless Living at fearlessliving.org. Also, you can find everything about Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org. And we would love for you to go there and check out everything that we have going on. We have a workshop coming up this month on the 26th. It is free and one hour and virtual, so everybody can come. It is a win-win uh, so if you'd like more information about that, you can find it there on the website under virtual workshops. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with us each week. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure having you, Nicole. All right, so everybody, until next week, be fearless. Good night.